Hi, and welcome to Why Hub Business Connect podcast. I'm Coach Kerry from Being in Business, and I'm a mindset and business coach for startups or scaling entrepreneurs. And I'm Shannon Lancaster from Cobalt & Co, a deeply purpose-driven brand and marketing agency for businesses in Yanship and surrounds. We're here at YHub Coworking, a space to fuel the growth of startups and established businesses and facilitate valuable connections within the local community. Tune in to know you're not alone in your business journey, master your mindset and get powerful strategies to unleash your business and marketing potential for real results and set your business on fire. Hello, Um, today we have a very special couple of guests joining us. Uh, Please welcome Daddy and Figgy. Now, Danny and Figgy are the founders of Beautify Australia, a company that's been making waves in the skincare industry with their natural honey-based products. Beautify was launched in 2020 and since then they've grown and evolved to a team of five. And they have their products in 18 stockists across Australia. So Beautify have been part of Y-Hub in various formats since the start of their business. And we're really excited to dive in today and learn more about the deep roots behind both of your incredible venture. So thank you for joining us today. Oh, it's a pleasure. Girls, it's so nice to be here. Oh, it's me and all the girls, actually. So let's kick it off. I'm... I just would really love to know what was your inspiration to actually start Beautify? Did it start out as Beautify? Did it start as something else? What gave you that little spark to go, oh? Yeah, it was uh, on the middle of Nullarbor, I think. It was kind of there and it started. I sat there in the car driving. We moved across from Sydney to Perth in 2017. And, you know, I had kind of, had enough of my corporate life in IT and mm-hmm. Danny has a engineering or a science degree and that she hasn't really used. And mm-hmm. we thought, well, there's a personal much. trainer back in Sydney. Yeah. yeah, and it was sort of something we said, no, let's do something fun together. Let's do it as a couple. Let's start a business. Oh, we gone to Perth. I mean, it's like the go west and then try something new. So that's kind of the, the first spark of doing something. But we didn't know what it w- was. You, know, it's, we, you, you, you remember us there in the car? Yeah, we just knew that we had a huge garage. And yeah, it was an area, like, think gigantic for a house, right? And we just like to somehow use that area. I remember also I had enough of shareholders nipping in my back all the time. Working in corporate life, it's always doing something right for the shareholders. It had nothing to do really what mm. what we wanted to do. And this felt like a good time to do it. Yeah. Having an opportunity to start something that we felt we wanted to do, leave a legacy behind that those guys were not greedy. They were doing something because they wanted to do it. They, they did it because of why. So conscious capitalism was a thing that we got inspired. Yeah, we even read the book. Yeah, someone, I don't know. And Cautious Capitalism is called by, I can't remember the author. Now we're putting the links below here, right? Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll chase up the author for that one. Um, So it was a fresh start. A blank canvas is 
driven across the Nullarbor, come all the way over from um, New South Wales and decided sunny WA was your spot. You've got a house. You've got this massive garage on there. You've got the idea that you want to do something. Yeah. But wasn't too sure what. So how did you – so that was the business inspiration. But how did you actually come up with Beautify? Like how did that come about for your business actually being Beautify? We were uh, sort of browsing through the local newspapers and I saw this article that was saying uh, put is to become the capital of honeybees. And I thought, oh, honeybees? I always wanted to learn, um, you know, to handle bees or be a beekeeper. You know, I was a child that lo- loved insects and I was a bit odd and different. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, I want to, you know, do something. I've got a science degree food technology, and, and I thought, well, if I combine, you know, beekeeping with my knowledge, maybe I can create something different. <laughs> yeah, it was just a thinking. Yeah. So the thought led into um, you studying beekeeping? Yeah. So I did my surgery. Just for fun? Not just, for business, just for fun, but well, maybe something, it might turn into something? It started, I was uh, learning with a mentor, like, you know, I think the right way to start beekeeping is not to buy your own beehives, just go and see how a beekeeper does. So I found a a local beekeeper and started learning from him. And I thought, early on, I realized, oh, you can't have a business having only beehives and, you know, backing honey. Because no one pays anything for it because we we were blessed here in WA a different uh, flora and, you know, like, so I, I knew it. And we have good bees over here. I uh, have a lot of honey. Bees. No, they're very healthy. Yeah, they're healthy, healthy, yeah, and over our minds, yeah, so we're lucky. Yeah. yeah, so we're quite abundant honey-wise, aren't we? Yeah. Very Mostly, much, yeah. yeah. We only allow honey to go one way. It's from here out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm and not. The bee products are not allowed to come into That's right. WA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think since I started beekeeping in 2018, when I had my first beehive, I started in 2017, we only had one bad season that we didn't have uh, excess. Yeah. Mm, of honey. Yeah. yeah. No, it is, it is a great area to be in where it's so pure and so healthy. And, mm-hmm. and overseas people think of Australia as being this little island out in nowhere and it's Perth and WA, so far away and we have honey from here, which is so pure. Yeah, that yeah. That kind of ex- yeah. inspired us a bit as well. For Imagine sure, yeah. selling WA honey to someone in Brazil or in yeah. Sweden. So, yeah, because we were blessed with the, the geographic isolation. Yeah. So it's hard for the pests to arrive. I mean, they may come on they not, but yeah, so the graphic geographic isolation is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. In, in this sense. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And so how did your products come along? How did the inspiration for making skincare out of honey? Is okay. that the next evolution? Yeah, yeah, it is. Because um, we got involved with the CRC, which is the Cooperative Research Centre for Honeybee Products with um, Dr. Liz Barbour from UWA and, you know, with my science degree as well. You know, I love science, so I did and... Um, I remember her saying, please don't come. So they, they had a const- we had constant meetings and she said, 
she got the local beekeepers together and she said, don't come with a, another jar of honey because that's not innovation. And I thought, okay, I studied for seven years to become a, you know, I, I'm going to push for innovation. I have to do something different. Yeah, that's how what I... What did you actually study, Danny? Uh, food science and technology. So in Brazil, it's an it's a engineering degree because yeah. it's very, very similar to chemical engineering. Uh-huh. All the basic um, subjects, like disciplines we do together with the chemical engineers and then sort of splits mm-hmm. in more like they study how to make chemicals, chemicals and, stuff. and we use the same equipment but to pack and produce food in industrial scale. Yeah. And why did you study food science? Food science. Uh, I was a bit of a scientist as, as a little kid, but I never knew that I would, I, you know, now I know I, I love witchcraft. <laughs> 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 lotions and potions is really my thing. I love working with herbal extracts and I love sort of mixing with medicine? honey. Yeah, my grandma was, indi- was indigenous, Brazilian. So, you know, without knowing, I was absorbing all the knowledge she had. Yeah. Uh, but unconsciously. Yeah, not a conscious thing that just exploded now. <laughs> yeah, yes. and how enriching is that to be able to use like your heritage and your childhood, and you know, going through your studies and and that's your evolution as a human being, as a woman, and in your culture, and then you've created, you've brought it all together, and you've created something using every bit from. You know, your life experience. And I think that just makes a product even more powerful because you've got all that heart and all that life experience behind it that has just come together and cultivated this one perfect opportunity. Like if you were still in Sydney, you may not have had the same experience. You may still create it because you've come over to Western Australia and to Yanship, which is the land of plenty, Um, even though we're so far away, which is our blessing. Um, You know, and it's all just synergistically come together. And I know that it hasn't been an easy ride over the last three years because there's been a lot of new stuff and a lot of challenges and we are so far away. And whilst it's been a blessing in some respects, it's certainly been... um, some challenges and some presented some difficult times for you guys, which, you know, is every business goes through at different stages and it looks different, but, you know, we still have those challenges ahead. But I love the fact that it's been part of all of your inspiration to get to this point. Like your entire life journey has come really full circle and and it's just so fantastic to see what you're creating um, from just that new opportunity for being here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, uh, WA is amazing. Like it's also the, the contact with the Noongar um, culture. I mean, you know, the traditional custodians, all, yeah. all this rich, beautiful um, knowledge of uh, botanicals. And I had an amazing opportunity to work with the Noongar group down in Bunbury. Mm-hmm. And it was a fantastic experience. They're amazing people. And... Um, we couldn't continue that work, but um, if you guys listening, <laughs> no, no, I loved it. it was um, I really felt like yes, I'm in my element, like, and they're beautiful people. So yeah, what did we, you learn? What was your biggest takeaway? Uh, that group, they were quiet, but they learned really fast. They're quite shy and very humble. Uh, so they they're just amazing to work with, and and we still source like you know the botanicals from 
the traditional custodian. So if she want to learn more, just go. Show notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I love that because being from myself, Indigenous as well, like, it's just beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Yes. And in Sydney, you don't have that opportunity. No, mm-hmm. you do, but you have here's on your face, you know, yeah. like that. It's not. Yeah. And I'm so intrigued. You've got this beautiful chemistry where you've got this um, science and the food and the chemistry. Um, and then figure you bring this real deep business dynamic. Oh, he's the boss. <laughs> Why are you so interested in business? Where does that come from? I was always in a bit of an... Uh, Adventuring entrepreneurial things. Started my own business when I was 12, 12 years old doing things. Wow. Um, but then I, for some reason, I got into computers. Mm. And, and that was a good start in the 80s, mid 80s. Uh, but always loved doing business and, and, and understanding business. And that's where I've always worked with my IT side. Mm. And it became that point where now I, really would like to do something together where we grow together as a couple. Um, you know, s- soon time for retirement. Don't count my age, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that time will come. And then if you haven't worked together and, and found something that you did, you achieved together, it's hard. I've seen a lot of split ups yeah. when you actually retire and you know, who are you? And yeah, now we pick difficult business partners being you know, partner in life and the partner in business is really hard. Yeah, it's a hurry. But it's also something that I've learned that's a great takeaway. You've got to create a team where you, you're you not the same. The best team is the one with diversity and Dani's mm-hmm. uh, passion for making a product that really works and she would go to lengths to actually find that this working. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a person. How can we make this go to market? How can we hit the the spot of the people who actually would like this, whose problem are we solving, et cetera, et cetera. So I, she said, don't worry about that. I, I'm worried about this scent. <laughs> I wouldn't have a big Yeah. Equally as important. I know. And that's that's sure. exactly what created the, the dynamics. And then the people that we have working with us, mm-hmm. Ishan, Denise, Nina, and Heidi, and all these beautiful people who have worked yeah. working with us. I mean, they, they all complement this one and we're all different. Yeah. That's the beauty of building yeah. a team and a business. It's really like our company is like a beehive yeah. in the bees. Like we can't really survive without each other. It's no way. I, I like people say, no, you're brilliant. Yeah, but I'm just a crazy scientist, you know. Um, Figgy is like the business brain. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have him and like, you know, sometimes, you know, people come and ask me, you know, business side of things, talk to them. <laughs> Look at that guy there over there, the Swedish oh. diplomat, go and talk to him. I have no idea. And what do you think about scent? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, he's really good at that too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Our first product, you def- you define, you just, yeah. I thought that you can both um, create so well and it's just such a good depiction that it's not coming from one particular perspective or one set of experiences that makes a business successful. Mm. There's a lot of different dynamics and different thinking systems and different processes and strategies and it just takes a lot to bring a business together and 
some listeners may be actually saying if they're solo entrepreneurs and they have their business on their own, the hard job is that they carry all the hats and they wear yes. all of the hats and they don't have someone yep. to bounce off the ideas and stuff. And I think that's a blessing when you are working with a business partner. 100%. Um, and I think I'd love to know your opinion, but the challenge would be also that your business partner is also your life partner, mm -hmm. you know, and you've got your uh, husband and wife there and, you know, how do you separate, um, how does your relationship not fall apart? <laughs> because I don't think um, from my experience from what I've seen before, I don't think it's a given that your relationship is going to stay together, in which case then the business doesn't stay together because there's a few key ingredients that actually makes that dynamic function really well. And so if I may ask, you know, what was the the rules that you made or the agreements that you made like to, to make your personal relationship just as strong as your business relationship and does, do you put one above the other or how do you how do you manage that together without? No, I think ice on the price is one of the things, you know, it's a cliche, but looking long-term is important. It, it falls apart if you're looking at what, this argument that we're having, am I going to stand up with my pride and take this one? Or am I looking at the longer side? I mean, I mean we got married 25, 26 years ago. Mm. And I still recall those moments. And when, when we stood there, it was an Isle of white, and, you know, we were new in love. And, and we saw these older people walking down these little cottages there, and they were out in the, uh, having scones and a cup of tea. And I said, nodded down and said, hey, look at those old people. That is you and me one day. And she went, come on, we're just, we're just boyfriend, girlfriend. But, you know, one day I'm going to take you to Isla White. Yeah. So when we're old enough and we see each other, we're going to be there. We're going to be able to afford to come back to Isla White. So it goes back to why did we start the business? Well, we want to be able to sustain the lifestyle. And in order to do that, we've got to have done something so we could have a, a um, financial situation. And if we are both looking at that, that's our goal. Yeah. Those fights will become like, it's okay, don't Yeah. Yeah. But also it will. This time you can win. And before that, we, 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 we did it. Like, like to leave a legacy. Like if I could contribute, we could like as beautify in our team to, you know, conservation, like the, the, the nature, bio, uh, well, we say all the time that we are quite an ecological company. We, yeah. we are very worried how, you know, not to impact mm. the environment, do everything by the book, mm. you know, yeah. this is really important for us, the legacy thing. And then creating yeah. a sustainable environment, you know, I know it's, you know, you guys are very conscious about not just minimizing your footprint, but also how can you give back for sust greater sustainability in the yep, future? Exactly. Um, you know, so you have sort of both sides. You're wanting to really make sure the future conservation of bees and the land and yeah. products are uh, low impact, but have the longevity mm -hmm. in renewable yep. sort of sources and resources as well. Exactly. So that's I'm so often uh, obsessed in, about. Uh, formulating natural because we follow, I follow the strict um, format from what they call it, uh, Cosmos and Ecosuite standards, which is a European standard for natural cosmetics. And 
there are a lot of brands say they're natural, but not really. So I, I really go to a length to try to find ingredients that are green, yeah. that don't impact the environment, and also very good for your skin. Mm -hmm. So, And that's a very high bar to, um, like the high standards to be meeting every single product yeah. and every single batch mm -hmm. as well. Um, and to be consistent with that, and oh, that's the problem. You know, yeah. to be Consistency, yeah. it's very hard. Especially wow. which work with natural products. Yeah, it's very very hard. Like we, like one formulation sometimes have like three hundred different variances because oh, you know, the honey this time is a little bit different. And but we are trying to educate our customers, yeah. consumers that it's a natural product. So when you buy a jar of honey, sometimes it's not going to be the same. Yeah. In the natural cosmetics, it's a little bit like that. Yeah. I'm so yeah. obsessed of delivering consistency that I go to a length that creating 300 different variances because it has to be the same as, you know. Yeah. So I think our customers can say that they are quite uh, consistent. Yeah. <laughs> and such a challenge for you yeah, as well. You know, in some respects, it's exciting. Because sometimes you can discover other things uh -huh. when you're going through those other 299 variants, yes. which is great. But at the same time, if you're doing that every batch and every season, that can be like quite, I imagine it could be quite overwhelming and quite time consuming to yeah. get that of the four, you can then run the batch out. We didn't realise that the, in the beginning, of course, you know, you make a product and then you stick with that the whole rest of your life. Yeah. It's not really yep. like that. No. Because things do happen at this you know, we can't get that particular ingredients that we had. Then you get it somewhere yeah, else. Right? And that's exactly it's the not same. the same. Uh, it is the same, but it isn't. Yeah, um, yeah. So formulating with mm -hmm. natural skincare, which is, you know, what Dani has become an, an ace in. And that's where this product has become so. I just try my best. <laughs> yeah. And the products are beautiful. Thank the products you. are really amazing. And I know that um, through your, your trials and your testing, you've had great results. Yeah, yes. And customer so, feedback as well. Yeah, mostly we tested on humans. Yeah, no, the, the ingredients are, you know, we just source ingredients that are not tested on animals. So it goes, yeah. we have traceability and we yeah. quite pedantic. Very clear on your founding. Which yeah. is good, which is mm -hmm. good. And I think also having that common goal, um, a bigger personal goal, which then breaks it down into, okay, well, we're doing the business for that bigger goal, but also the business has its own personal goals as well because you want to create that sustainability and that longevity um, and give back to the land and be, you know, in in connection with nature and be able to provide a natural product mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. sustainable but also that works. Yeah. That's really important. And to, in that, you're creating the legacy and that's really the bigger picture for the, yeah. it's the personal drive for exactly. the business. So you've got, I love that you've got your own overarching personal goals together and then the business has its own set of goals. Yeah, I think that's, that was important for me to start the business with a personal mind first. Mm. Why are we doing this? And that's, I think if anyone would take away anything from this once, when you start a business, that's really where, you got to remind yourself, why am I doing this? Mm. Why did we start yeah. business in the first place? Otherwise, it become a game of just it's a mishmash. around, yeah. It can be a mishmash and really confusing and really overwhelming mm. and difficult when you're sorting out, um, you know, challenges or disagreements or yep. people, even in your team yep. or different things with clients and 
different challenges or adversities that might happen, yeah. um, when things don't line up, you can come back to what that bigger goal is and you can put yeah. it into the perspective of, okay, is this a milestone or how do we adjust or how do we give feedback or shift or shape, shape or what do we need to change in order to achieve that goal? That's like, big. is it moving us towards? I think our big way. sun, our big north, that's how people see our values, yeah. our company values. Yeah. Uh, so every time I have a problem, okay. What are they? <laughs> Ethical, kind, and professional. That's yes. the one. So yeah. we always look into those values when you get confused. Okay, that's yes. not kind or that's not ethical. No, that's it. Cut it out. And everybody that jumps on board with us, the same thing. We, we say, oh, uh, that's not ethical. <laughs> I mean, and you have to share, you know, your team, it's so important that the team shares the same values and absolutely board with the same values. It's hard not to share those values. Like, <laughs> well, you have a very close team and I think that's testament to the people that you are as well as the leaders and, Thanks. you know, yeah. that you are in managing your team and bringing your team together and, you know, it is like having an extension of your family it, and I think yes. it's beautiful <laughs> to have that as well as still having you know, the the strength in the business and the management in the business because you've got those ethics and you've got those values and you've got the processes in place mm. to be able to go, okay, well, everyone knows what their job is and everyone knows what they need to yes. do. And yet there's times where you come in and you really lean into the collaboration yeah. and, and the feedback together as a team, which I think you guys do an amazing job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think it's a matter of or practically living those values. It's one thing yes, to put yes. them on the wall and, you know, you come up with some fancy values but to point at everything that we do and live them yourself and being me and Danny being the leaders in the business we should do that all the time this is the kind thing to do mm. is this professional to not answer an email or whatever it is yeah, yeah. it's and almost like you've set them up as your guidepost and they are your guides to strive correct. towards yeah so every single time you've got a situation or a challenge or an opportunity you're stepping back and looking at the guidepost yeah. and the bigger picture. Well, yes, we do that all the time. It is. It's very important. And if anyone in the team comes in or have, you know, we all want to bounce ideas. And what do you think about this? Should I do this? Well, look, look at the values. You're going to have them all. Like, yeah, oh, do it. Okay. Let's cool. not that, yet. Not understand. So now we don't do this deal here. Now, I'm going to do that, would you? Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, no, I'm sorry. I didn't even. But it reminds it reminds me many times that if I look at those words and just go back a bit, go professional. What does that really mean? Is that is that cool to do that? Mm. No, it's not. Mm. And that helps a lot with driving a business forward. Yes, mm. and it also helps when you're looking for stockers and you're looking for you know and you're building relationships with stockers. And it's not just you know your expectations no, of what's professional, but it's how do you manage the relationship. Sorry. To be professional, even when maybe a counterpart or a prospective um, stockist, you know, somebody is coming to you with a collaboration or something, you're like, well, the way that yeah, they uh, operate doesn't necessarily yeah, <laughs> You guys. Yeah. So that can sometimes mean that your business grows slower, but it does mean that you stay in alignment and you're committed and focused Absolutely. to um, that map that you've created for yourself and what that legacy really means and leaving that behind so you may run a little bit slower but you win the long game that's exactly right eyes on the price <laughs> eyes on the price eyes on the price and for our listeners who are maybe earlier on in their journey than you perhaps just starting out or in the first one to three years of business say 
if you could go back to that moment where you were standing in your garage mm-hmm. for the first time about to set up the business and you could give yourself any piece of advice, what advice would you give yourself? Don't start your business in the world pandemic. Yeah, for profit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Buy a crystal ball so you can see the future. <laughs> no, I, I learned a few things that I really would like to share there because I think we we came from Sydney. We were all excited. We had done fairly well in real estate. So we had a bit of money to, to start a business with. But don't start a business with with without a day job. <laughs> it takes, yeah. I mean, you, you can get carried away and thinking this is going to be next month, we're going to hit it. Yeah. And it takes longer time than it does. Yes, it does. So, I mean, we have, we, we're still able to live a good life. Uh, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. we still haven't taken a really s- a salary out of this yet. So we're building this up and it would, that's probably one thing that I would have given myself and get your income. Pay your bills yeah. and make sure you use the money that you had in your bank accounts to invest mm-hmm. rather than living out of. And it does take time to build a business, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think most entrepreneurs can relate to that, that, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of high burnout rate in, you know, the first five and oh, yeah. and, and the, the life cycle of a small business is actually eight years. Yeah. That was the data of statistics oh, really? recently come out to just kind of think, you know, how much life energy and time do we put into building a business only to burn out and be gone in eight years because mm-hmm. we didn't have the resources or we didn't learn those entrepreneurial sort of mm-hmm. mindset and growth skills to get out of our own way or to collaborate or to get support or, you know, yeah. whatever it is to make sure that we can sustain the endurance in the long race Absolutely. to really build a business because <laughs> it takes years to build a business. Yep. No, the time it's a marathon. You said it is a marathon. If you it, it don't really pace is. yourself, it's hard. And yes. you find a breath in collaboration, I think. Yes, I agree. really can't do everything. Yeah. So. And the more we realize that we're not, when we first start out, that we're actually not creating business for the first time ever. Like we're not actually doing anything mm. new. It's new for us. Mm. But there are support and yeah. coaches and exactly. mentors and, yeah. you know, groups around that yeah. do provide a lot of support and the know-how and there's courses. I mean, there's, we're in the knowledge economy. There's an abundance of whatever exactly. you need to know and how to do it. Um, you don't have to try and figure it all out on no, your own. We had uh, and we do run faster when we work together. That, you know, that's the thing, the collective energy and collective thoughts and it's the lights and mapping. And it is the beehive. Yeah. It's know? the beehive. It's, yeah, I was going to say it's, it's for months. Like every, time, yeah. every time I open yeah. beehive, I think that's it. Learn from this. Yeah. <laughs> the creatures here. Did you know that bees hold hands? I did not know. Yeah, it's called festooning. Yeah. Oh, festooning. They hold hands. hands. Yeah. I'm not kidding. They know their job. They train the baby bees to be foragers, you know. They've got specific jobs. Um, Not a single bee, you know. They've got a cycle of things they have to learn and they collaborate. Collaborate, collaborate, hold hands. There's fun facts for you. So if there was any... um, any sort of challenges, because you obviously started, you were saying, in a pandemic time, which was not what you bargained for, like not what you'd even, nobody could have even foreseen how to ride that storm. Um, what was 
the most significant challenge either from that time or from a time in the last three years that was? You know, I think we got some specifics and I don't know, if that's probably what I take from it, that every business will have their specific challenge. And you bring that up and say, oh, well, that doesn't apply to me. But yes, it does in a way, because there will be times in your life where you're faced with a a, a cruel decision of some sort you need to make. And we had we had very good luck to be able to use one of the facilities uh, as our manufacturing plant. And we used it until one day we got given notice that we can't use that anymore. Mm-hmm. There was just before Christmas and we had 30 days to vacate and find ourselves a new manufacturing plant of skincare. And so you cosmetic. had quite a bit of manufacturing, like you had equipment, you yeah. had stock, you had you bottling, had you had, the... like you were using that space. Sure. <laughs> so that was a challenge. So I can't say that that's generic, that, you know, you would be vacating. But in a way, symbolically, that can happen. You could be given notice on the worst of times. Yeah. A week before Christmas, try to find a real estate agent who's happy to lease a commercial place where I need to build a clean room before the end of January. Yes. Didn't happen. So we and not everyone might know know what a clean room is. But yeah, sorry. Do you, do you want to give us a quick snapshot? Danny, Danny's done. That's it. Done. Cosmetic manufacturing has to be um, dust free, not necessarily uh, sterile. Sterile. Yeah. So it's no medication. You know, the formulations are designed to be safe, but so it needs to be. We now manufacturing it. Positive pressure. Yeah, so you blow air inside yeah. it and it's filtered air coming in, but that air only goes out through the yeah. room. You don't have wind racks. Yes. Yeah. So clean room means that there is only one, one thing that goes in, that's clean people. Yeah. Clean ingredients. Yeah, and um, depending on the products, uh, no one enter, you know, it's close to yeah. red lights on, poof. Yeah. Mm. Don't come in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was a challenge and, of course, you go, you can cry as much as you want. It's not going to help. Yeah. You know, Did you, so once you get over the shock yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. So <laughs> because it's not an overnight um, process yeah. for you exactly. guys to, to put in place. And sometimes there isn't that, oh, well, that's okay. I just got notice of something like I lost a client or, a, um, you know, a deal fell through or, you know, whatever the challenge is, whether it's fixed like a premises or, or something else tangible. My website just crashed or yeah, something. No, yeah. And then it's not always a solution that can be fixed overnight. And no, so this couldn't. There's Maybe a few steps that you sometimes take once you get I, past the initial emotion and the shock and the yeah. brain fry. No, I think my my background is as a project manager. I've done that all my life. And I always tend to go back into logics and what are the alternatives. So gather alternatives and see where the pros and cons are with them and evaluate them and then go and take a risk analysis of what can you do. So it, it just kicked into me like, oh, yeah, we need to do this. Guards, where do we have? Oh, we have one up there, two rocks, one down in Butler. June up worst case, da-da-da, da-da-da, what that costs, calculating down. And I, and I thought by that time Danny would have quit because, you know, poor thing, she built this lab up there and I was saying, no, we have nowhere to go yeah. next month, but thank God, I had a wife who stood up and said, yeah, no, no, 
damn it, we're going to get this up and around. Wherever it is, I'm there. If it's going to be my kitchen, it's going to be my kitchen. So that's mm -hmm. kind of really hard. Ready to push through. <laughs> <laughs> you watch me now. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, that's what happened in the end. We did, we did get some alternatives. They were not feasible, to be honest. And then in the end, we looked at that big garage we stood in. Right. Six years ago. Wasn't it the place we said that we could build it? And it's 120 square meters. Right. Just look at each other. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Get the box out. Yeah. Out of there. Before that, let's make yeah, it. It's so a perfect for Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. love working with it. We had the Christmas, but then after Christmas, it was hands on, foot on. So we, you know, put the studs all in and just built all the furniture that we needed to build and um, had it up and running. Luckily, I had already done it into a, a, a studio, so it was actually as Part perfect. Ready. perfect. Almost there. The canvas The canvas was there. Was there. Yeah. So we just put it in together and made it into, took all the things out in storage here and then put everything in it. So within mm. three weeks, we moved. So mid-January. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, the thing is, when you have an open knowledge. Yeah. You know, you know your geek, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I knew what to do and I thought yeah. I'm capable, I can do this. Yeah. And I thought, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And together is a team. Yeah. yeah. And it's that unwavering deep sense of trust that I can do this. Like we got it. It's all right. We don't know how yet, but we know that that goal and that why, both of them, because you've got you've got yeah. the personal one and yeah. the business one, you know that that is what you're working towards. Yes. And That's so I love that there's that digging deep. Yeah. After the initial, uh, what? You say, what to me now? <laughs> yeah. um, and then you, you, you know, you take the process. There's a process involved yeah. to take the steps and then you dig into what's needed personally <laughs> to draw on that depth of we got it. That's yeah. okay. We'll no, we work the team, team came together so nicely as well. I mean, Denise had just started working for us, she's in the marketing and she, she'd been there two weeks and she said, no, come up, I'll give you a hand. And yeah. she put yeah, her she boots on and we put our uh, you know, nail guns and we built these stores and she, she's a gun. Amazing. We've got an amazing It was yeah, 38, 40 degrees and we were sweating away. And we, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah and it's loyalty and yeah. it's friendship. Yeah. And, and it really was uh, loyalty. Loyalty yeah. was the... Uh, Big, yeah. he was there, you know. Mm. We, we, everybody came together. We needed help. Yeah. We were there, there. Yeah. and bang, it was up and running. So by yeah. end of the month, we were up and running. And that's also because you've got those kite posts and you've got that vision to strive for. So you're suddenly stepping back with a challenge or an obstacle, and you're saying, "Is it worth it?" And the answer is a resounding yes. Absolutely, it's worth it. Yeah. No, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And looking back in now and see where we were, we. We did a um, presentation here at Wyham yeah. a month ago, I think it was. Yeah. And that was so good for, for us, I think, to yeah. reflect a bit. Wow. We actually done a lot. Stop to you know, to think and reflect what Yes. And it's like, oh wow. <laughs> We're bumpy. And, it, <laughs> and it's so easy to just get caught up in the the drive forward that we forget to sometimes park the car up and look at the road that we've traveled up and down. Exactly. Um and it and it's also looking at your team and going, Wow, you know, there's these human beings that have come on board and they believe in the product and the company and the business and yeah. us. Yeah. 
they believe in our vision. Yeah. And that is huge. When you really start to feel the gravity of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, I see with you guys just nothing but gratitude. No, no, it is. That's hundred percent correct. And that's why you can so the boots are on and the nail guns yeah. are, I'll come and help you and they're shifting stuff and moving stuff and you know, that's because you have those values. It's because of who you are and the way you are. And not to attract that team. Our beautiful yeah. customers as well. They're like, we Man. we have recurrent sales like yeah. uh, yesterday I was looking, it's like Wow, this customer is by for the tenth time. Yeah, this is awesome. Like you, you know, built a yeah. culture. You haven't just built a product. Yes, yeah. mm. it's a beautifier. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah, that's up. What this space? Oh, then I think I got the ideas from someone I know. Having a little Facebook group that comes together when you're so cute. Like, oh, I'm cringy. I think every every business owner, entrepreneur that is uh, stepping out into the face of doing their marketing and doing reels or videos or something faces the same thing, yes. Danny. I think everyone is, for the first few times, they're like, oh, my God, oh, I don't want to do selfies. And I miss our daughter. She's amazing. Like, she can say, Mom, okay, you have to do this. She's part of the business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's um a real movie director, isn't she? Yeah. I just need to quickly perform because the script's there, you know? Yeah. I'm just a movie star. It's great. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> then I like very much. It's, it's playing to the strengths yeah. as well. You know, everyone gets to stay in their lane of genius and you have this wonderful team around you that you allow them the support and the innovation to play to their strengths without oh, needing to be in control or overstepping or overmanaging or, you know, they get the vision, they get the process, they know the values. Yeah. You've got them because they're they're right for the job and they've got the skills or they want to learn or grow in or stretch or something in, mm-hmm. and they're, they're the best people. Mm-hmm. And you guys can just turn up and stay in your lane of genius whilst being the glue to hold it ever yeah. together or the honey to stick it all together, I should say. I think that that's the... No, I think that's one of the takeaways to to um, to have that when you have a team come together, you s- you see that it that's what's necessary. It is all of the aces yeah. that are their places. Aces are the places, yeah, that's for sure. Because it's easy to to take on board people that you like and you just feel that these yeah. are like me. We can, but sometimes you need to find that that person is different from me. Mm. Hard to work with, yes, but that's someone I need to work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I I see it often in um, businesses that they, business owners, especially when they're hiring the first time, because they're not recruiters. Like no. they're not used yeah. to hiring or managing people. And when you get to that point in your business to get that collaboration and to get that help, even if it is a VA and not a person to sit next to you at the desk, it is very much like I'll go with what's safe and I'll go with what's comfortable <laughs> because managing other people and working out who is going to be the right person to work with, um, not just from a skill base but from the way that they think and what they believe and their values, it takes a lot from a business owner to learn to manage themselves and then to manage somebody else mm-hmm. and allow the differences to actually be the strength. There's a lot of personal learning that is required um, for us to be great leaders. Um, We are still learning. (laughs) Yeah, well, you have a team of five now, so you've been 
you've been doing good at learning. You've got five and they're all, you know, they're all an amazing team. So. Yeah, no, thanks. I think we are, we're heading for 500. <laughs> Excellent. You might have to move out of the garage. <laughs> no, that was, it, it's always a temporary spot. And, and you'll have so many more loyal um, clients. With with yeah. the five hundred because that's that's a very very big scale sort of corporation yeah. and what an amazing impact you'll have with that legacy. Uh, well, I, I, well, I'm going to withdraw and say that's not the aim that we have to have a certain amount of people. We want to leave a legacy that yes. we feel proud of. We're building this business for that purpose. We want to, you know, retire one day. Yeah. <laughs> And not seeing it grow, grow, grow when you're 95 and you're still managing the business. There's oh, something wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think we have hopefully another five or ten years. We're building to be replaced. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. because we can't live forever. That's how it is. Yeah. That's life. The bees do the same once yeah. again. Yeah. And it's not the size of the, the employees or the yeah. manufacturing facility. It's a matter of finding a way where I've done well. Yeah. We've done well. Yeah. People we, are pr- proud of us and we are proud of them and that's it. Yeah. yeah. We're creating a system that can be, we can be replaced. Yes. We train, we, you know, that we'll be replaced. Yes. Mm. And I think that's where the legacy becomes sustainable yeah. is when you're thinking right from the beginning of your business, how is your business going to sustain without you after? Exactly. Mm. And that's mm. where yep. you think differently as a business, you know, we've, Small business owners or entrepreneurs starting out, if they started to learn how to be a CEO, mm-hmm. they it. would run their business very, very differently in their first year. Yeah. And that would make a difference yeah. to their after years after that. I, yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we've seen and we heard with Yasmin, she's also working with us, by the way. And then, then there was one of the first things she said, I can see myself being the, the CEO of this company one day. Oh, that's perfect. Right. Right. Yeah. That's all the one. Yeah. Yeah. You're the right. Have that that full vision as yeah. well. Like, you know, yeah. that's so we want to work with people like that. Yeah. They, they get like, hey, I could do that instead of you. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. You know. that point, grow. Yeah. And feel like you were part of it. Not in an obnoxious no, that's or, right. you know, an arrogant way at all. But it's about it's about sharing that vision and being inspired. Yes. By the two of you, yeah. that exactly. actually, yeah, I would love to do that. Mm. You know, that would be my dream job. I mean, how amazing is that? Even that you've created somebody else's dream job just by doing what you're doing because you're following your passion yeah. and you've got mm-hmm. the skills behind you to do it. Like exactly. that's it! Exclamation mark! Job done. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. That's it. If you do nothing else from here, nailed it. <laughs> I did not realize this podcast was going to be so inspirational. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's Absolutely. so nice to be there. We're just talking about things we like to do. Yeah, and, and things that you do so well. Like, really, it's phenomenal. It's been three years and you've come so far already. It takes a yeah. long to even make a product, let alone get a product of your quality and your standards out into the world and to have 18 stockists and regular customers and you've got all the challenges of a natural product. It's not like you're just synthesizing it and it's all carbon copy one after the other. Um, You know, there's a lot that goes behind and you're still at, you know, a good market price for Mm -hmm. such a high quality product. It is. It is. You know, the scope is 
It's accessible. It's amazing. It's accessible to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, for now. <laughs> and a lot of people need the products as well. Yeah. To, for natural skincare, the, a, lo- a lot more people are looking for things that are conscious products. Um, they mean something. They're, it's not just a factory thing off the shelf yeah. and they want, you know, quality natural stuff. And it's yeah. so, so hard to try and find quality natural stuff because they don't have those certifications and those standards. Yeah. So I think, do you have a mantra? Like, do you have a word? We know we've uh-huh. got the three. <laughs> well, yeah, we have a mantra, by the way, before. Yeah. Perseverance. How's that? Yes. That's a word that we have learned so well, the meaning and what it actually means. And uh, yeah, tell us it, the meaning. Tell us the meaning. It, I actually googled that one just to make sure that I know exactly what it means. And it is persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Yeah, excellent. Uh, and it makes so much sense to me you know, because I heard the word, you know, yeah, gonna be persevered. Better than it's a way, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we know it. It yeah, is where it's at. Sometimes you just go and you feel like this day did not go the way you want. It should have yeah. gone. You have a feel. And they say you now talk for coffee. <laughs> Close up, we just not do this. I mean, take a job at yeah. stocking shelves or whatever. And said, yeah. Nah, you know what? I read this email from someone who gave us a five star review yesterday. Oh, <gasps> no. yes. Yeah. A little bit of a. Do you have that up on your wall? We have yours? seven. Yeah, we have 75 of those stars now, I think, five stars. That's the word. You know how you Perseverance, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the perseverance sits wonderful. there. And I printed it out and got that so in how you pronounce it and yeah. how it's actually being described. Mm. So perseverance is, if there is a mantra in that one, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely the one. Or is if you say it over and over again? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and patience is another one that I think. I'm not goes along with that, but he. Yeah. So I just, I'm humble to just sometimes put my head down and say, "Okay, tell me what, what can I do?" Because <laughs> you know I'm South American Brazilian, and it's very hard for me sometimes. So patience, but I try my best. <laughs> and it is true, you know, when you're growing a business, you must be patient, you must be driven, mm-hmm. you must persevere. And you must also have patience. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of other key ingredients that go in. Oh, so we wear a lot of hats, yeah. but, uh, you know, they, they are definitely some very, very good words to live by. Yeah, yeah I think we have learned that. Mm. That's the word. That is amazing. Yeah. So we do, we like to, at the end of every podcast, we like to do a little thing that Carrie and I do where... We like to give our audience a fortune cookie. Mm-hmm. So a little bit of wisdom from your experience in business that can help with future businesses and those who are listening um, to take away as a bit of a nugget of inspiration. Mm. So should we open the fortune cookie for today? Let's <laughs> open the fortune cookie and see what you've got. See what's out. I think what would... Can you hear it? What does it say? What does it say? Oh, think big. Start small. Act now. Oh, I love it. What does that mean? Well, it means exactly that. And I learned that actually from my dad, who was an mm. entrepreneur in the 70s and 80s. He was a business consultant and he trained people to start businesses. 
And they had T-shirts printed up with this one, exactly that little mantra with that little thing. Think, think big, start small, act now. Yeah. And then that really made sense to us mm-hmm. as well. If someone would go out there and say, well, I really want to start a business. Oh, I'm so eager to do it. Yeah, do it. Ah, oh, yeah, but I don't know. I'll start small. Just sell one cookie or sell one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In act on no, yeah. act on our, yes, just, yeah. just, just do it. And you're in Australia, ah, nothing. That's your day. Yeah, in pace So that was my fortune cookie. I love it. I love it. I love it. Mm, well done. Very inspiring. Thank you so much. Thank for you. Very well done. It's a lot to be here. That was really it's been a pleasure. To you. It's really been a pleasure. Mm. And just pull back the curtain mm. and have a look and see how things are, are run and what you do. With what you do mm-hmm. and how you do it, it's been inspirational. I, more than it's welcome. been amazing. Thank you. More than welcome. We look forward to staying tuned with your journey. Yeah. And seeing, uh, maybe next year we might check in again oh, well, or end of the year perhaps. Yeah. We, we might check in again and see um, what and up launches. And see if Yeah. What are you working on at the moment? Uh, it's a, cold, a prebiotic hand and body lotion. Okay. Yeah, it's not yogurt. You might not be able to, it might be a spoiler alert, you might not be able to say, but is the prebiotic nourishing for the skin or is it absorbed within the skin? Uh, both. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was excited. a hard diplomatic answer, it wasn't that, but yeah. Yeah. if that's the dog. Now it's a huge way at the moment. In a barn. We don't know the name yet, but... Can use everywhere. And when <laughs> would that be likely to be I coming to the book? Is there one in the SQs and uh, all that? I just created. It would have, well, it would have been yesterday, but it's yes. something you, you, you better start acting you. now. You know what SQs are? SKU numbers? Yes. It takes a long time to get there. No, no. It's labels, it's jars, it's. Yeah, in the formulation, well, it's, sure it's packaging. It's tried now. I hope you're not sleeping at the moment. No, like, no. This really has to come out to market. So yeah. 24 7 for you, Biggie. Are we, I've done 12 of them now. So, well, what is no 22 SKUs, I think. Yeah. Oh, in, 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 yeah, the formulation. So 22 in the two last product line. Yeah. 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 It's time. Yeah. 22 cool. SKUs. So this would be another five, six of them. And they cost money and they cost a lot of energy to do. But I think, yeah, now we should have them. If I would, it's, yeah, it's more generic. Look ahead, we're probably a month or two away. Oh, so it's so coming close. Oh, that is exciting. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is. Yeah. Well, that's exciting as well that you just keep making more products, more amazing products for your product line. Yeah. Starting on the face, I'm spreading all over. <laughs> well, we do have skin everywhere, so <laughs> there's a lot of real estate there. <laughs> we thought of that. It's a good thing. No, 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 no. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure once again. Thank you. Thank you. And all the best. See you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.